Greetings, Earthlings. I'm Jose Santana. And I'm Alexi Soto, a.k.a. Apollo Black. And this is Consumed by TV. The podcast that brings you the breakdowns, Easter eggs, and hidden gems you might have missed at first glance. On today's episode, it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode two. Which is called The Star-Spangled Man. So, Jose... What do you think so far of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Any, any uh, questions after watching the episode? Were you uh, intrigued by anything that happened? Mm, I like that they got they like got to, they like they met back up on how nonchalant it was. Yeah, like Bucky just pops up. Sam's like, "Well, I'm out." Bucky's like, "And I'm coming with you." Yeah. <laughs> about that vibranium arm or right that's what it's called yeah it's a vibranium arm you're correct that arm is made out of vibranium he got that in uh infinity war with chala all right so we start off with episode two with uh them un uncovering um a suit and it looks like it's uncovering like a body bag is uncovering a body they're unzippering it uh, revealing the new Captain America suit for uh, John Walker, um, and then it's uh, sh- 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 excuse me, cuts the scene of John Walker uh, talking to I believe it's his sister or one of his publicists, and saying that you know he doesn't deserve to be this title. Like they chose the wrong person, but he understands why they chose him because you know he he can do he can do right by the he can do right right by the name right by the flag. He is. The chosen for it because you know the army chose like the people the government chose him they, he thinks it's he thinks it was a decision but he like he also knows that he not that he's being used but he knows that they chose him because they're going to use him as propaganda like he chose to be the captain america this new captain america that we're you know that he's going by because of his stats and his records and everything that he has in the army um for being like the best student there is so the woman asks him if he's nervous and he says never and he chuckles and she's like i guess you are you know i uh i've been a, he's been like been a captain before excuse me uh he's been a captain before but he's never been like in this status of captain before it's a whole it's a it's a whole different like section it's everybody's world and everybody expects him to be something something that he's not or something that he's not or didn't think he was cut out to be yet um, his whole thing is he doesn't want to fail. Oh, um, real quick side note. No, but yeah. The progression of his facial hair in this episode. Yes. Yeah, to try to look like Chris Evans. <laughs> I he, he, he really tried to look, he tried, he tried to get that Captain America look. There's no way, there's no way his facial hair grew that within like what basically a day yeah it's a day it's all it's literally a whole day but we also look we also look at this it this technically even though it's the beginning of the episode this is the day before because the beginning of the episode is the oh, day before yeah. like true. the day he got yeah. the one that the one that we're watching on the news with sam in episode one because this is before he gets chose to be captain america and then they choose him to be captain america and they tell him to bring the suit and then he goes on to a uh into a press meeting so that's what that is 
and like I said, he goes into uh, he goes into a press meeting. The press, this lady on stage started asking him a bunch of questions, saying like he is Captain America. How does he feel to be Captain America? How does it feel to be chosen to to embellish in the title of Captain America that he was chosen because his stat and his ranking and his all his test fields were abnormal, superb. That he he literally is like a superhuman man. And he's like, I'm no superhuman man, and I'm no meta. I'm no enhanced person either. I'm just a normal guy who did my job by by the book. Like I did what I had to do. <clears throat> Comic book wise, this guy is. I believe his name was. He plays Captain America in the comic books, but he goes by another name, um, which is basically like a. Uh, uh, anti-vigilante sort of S style. His suit is uh, white, uh, blue with a white triangle with uh, like red stripes with three red stripes going through it, like the American flag. Uh, he also has a black suit with three red stripes going through it. Uh, don't remember his actual name. Give me one second, and I can tell you his actual name. Um, no, his name is John Walker. I'm talking about in the Marvel comics. Oh. When he goes by Captain America, he also goes by something else. <clears throat> oh, I think he goes by the he goes by U.S. Agent. That's what he plays. Super Patriot, uh, Captain yeah, Captain America yeah, Super Patriot, U.S. Agent, and Captain America is what he goes by. Um, and he basically fights against Captain America in the comic books to steal Captain America's title from him. Uh, when he finally beats Captain America, or in the comic books where Captain America dies in the, one of the timelines, he becomes Captain America, takes over, and um, he has his group of what's called Buckies, which are like super enhanced backup soldiers for him. Um, what, the, one of his main partners is called Battlestar. It's uh, an African American uh, gentleman. Uh, in the comic books, in the comic books, there are a bunch of uh, outcasts, super enhanced meta outcasts. In the Marvel MCU, they chose to make him um, another uh, a black guy in the stand of Captain America, basically his right hand man. He's basically um, Battlestar is basically portraying Bucky to Captain America here, and in the comic books, they were called Bucky's um, as a title. Um, so you get to, you get introduced to him. He walks into Captain America and says like. Or walks into John Walker uh, before his interview and says, "Like, hey, this is it. You're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna finally uh, get out of there. We're gonna. This is not like the missions we've had before." Um, and that sort of gives you like a hint because it, if you really pay attention to what he's saying, is most of the missions they've done have been off the book missions. So it kind of tells you like what kind of dark theme they're working with. Him being the new Captain America and they're the unit they used to be in, being a unit that worked off the books. See right there, a manufactured hero uh, chose by the government to be propaganda. He's going to be the propaganda of the of the people, but then when the people need him, it might be a mission that they'll all get to see, but behind the mission, it'd probably be off books. We're never going to find out what actually happened on the mission. As long as it gets done, it's done. So that's what that's what's going on with that cap, with, with John Walker slash this Captain America. Uh, anything else, Jose? Nothing really. I just, I guess the point of this episode is to get introduced to John Walker, uh -huh. his friend. I don't know the friend's actual like civilian name, Battlestar. Uh, I think his death. name. Hold on, his name okay. is. Flag Smashers, right? Yeah. Flag Smashers. Yeah, the Flag Smashers. That's a group. His name is. 
I want to say Jeremy, but I I, I want that's 100% wrong. Give me one second. I'll tell you his name. His name is... Da-da-da-da. I don't know. His Let's see. What is his name? I'm going to have to look it up because I forget. I apologize, guys. I'm doing the research as I as I go. I haven't been able to keep up with all my notes because I've been a little behind on my stuff. With with the podcast, I mean, not just a Oh, you get the scene coming up where Bucky just shows up when Sam's about to go on his next mission. Because he's all pissed about, you know, the new Captain America. Why did he return the shield? Blah, blah, blah. Well, not blah, 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 but like. Basically, blah, 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 because Bucky's just being a douche. I feel like. He doesn't get why Sam gave it up, which is basically. Hello. His name is Hoskins. Hoskins. What? Yeah, Hoskins. Hoskins. He saves him with the shield. I remember. Yeah, he goes, Hoskins, hold up. So, that, I think that's his last name. I don't know his first name, but his, we're just going to call him Hoskins. His name is Hoskins. Um. So, yeah. He's talking to Hoskins that entire time. <clears throat> what were you saying, Jose? Oh, no. I was saying uh, we get the team with the... Uh... Bucky rolling up on Sam and Sam's about to go on a mission. Oh, yeah. He's all mad. Yeah, so... Yeah, Bucky... Yeah, as Jose was saying, Bucky walks up to uh, Sam and he's like, you gave up the shield? How you give up the shield? Why you do that? Like, he gave it to you. He chose you. All this other stuff. Uh, Sam walks in and he sees a poster that says Cap is back and it says John Walker, uh, hero. Um, And then there we find out that they're going to Munich. They're going to Germany to find out what's going on with these... uh, Super soldiers, as we found out in the first episode when Torres got his ass beat. <clears throat> Bucky tells Sam that uh, he's wrong for what he did and that he needs to and that he needs to make amends for it. Basically, like he needs to change it, and he doesn't know what's gonna happen. He's like, "Listen, I, I know what's gonna happen, and it's not the way it's gonna work." Everybody else went a bit heartbreaking. Um, like it's not he he didn't know it was gonna end up this way. He he thought he was putting the shield to rest, like we saw in the first episode, and we found out they lied to him. <clears throat> we get then uh, Bucky telling Sam that if he's going to go do this mission, he's going to do what he's going to do and the way he's going to act about it, that uh, Bucky's going to come with him. And he's like, um, <clears throat> you're not going to come with me. He's like, yes, I am. And that it's, it's probably he can take care of it because it's probably one of the big three. And then Bucky asks one of the one of the big threes. And he goes, wizards, androids or aliens. And he's like, it's not it's none of those. And he goes. Sam goes, uh, I'm pretty sure it's all of those. Every time we fought somebody, every time we've had a big fight, it's either been aliens, androids, or wizards. And um, Bucky says, there are no wizards. And he goes, what about Doctor Strange? And then <laughs> Bucky goes, Doctor Strange is a sorcerer. And he goes, and Sam goes, oh, that I have that. A uh, sorcerer is just a wizard without a hat. And that kind of, it, it literally makes sense because if you play D&D or if you play any like role-play games... You know that every time they list a wizard for you, they give you a hat with the wizard. But every time you play a sorcerer, 
the sorcerer never wears a hat. They always have like a totem or a book or a or a special animal with them that helps them cast their magic more. They never actually use a hat and, you know, they're darker. <clears throat> so that's a funny that's a funny little Easter egg or funny little joke with that. Um and basically Falcon says that every time we fight it's just one of the three and he basically makes a joke uh, Bucky says, who are we fighting next? Gandalf? And then Sam goes, how do you know about Gandalf? And Bucky makes a joke because he's old. He's like, I read The Hobbit when it came out in Infinity War, where uh, Sam's like, so does it like 
you you know you spent all that time with Wakanda. Does that make you the White Panther? <coughs> My voice is breaking. <coughs> um. <coughs> wow. The White Panther. He says, "What are you? Does that make you the White Panther?" He goes, "No, I'm the White. It's actually the White Wolf." And Sam goes, "Wait, what?" And Bucky just keeps walking away. Um, he tells him that we're here to do a mission, and we're going to find out what it is. And if it is what it is, and it turns out to be what we're looking for, then it's going to be a prom because he was supposed to be the last one. He was supposed to be the last like super enhanced uh, human soldier. Excuse me. So they started looking and. <clears throat> they chase the vehicle down. Sam starts flying, and we see Bucky uh, finally using his powers or his super enhanced abilities. He starts running after the freight truck that's driving. Freight truck's going like, what, maybe 60, 70 miles an hour, and Bucky's full speeding it. He's keeping up with the freight truck. He jumps into the back of the truck, opens the door, and, and starts looking and says, like, yeah, this is Super Soldier Serum. I, I see it. This is all the, all these cargoes here are Super Soldier Serums. We need to stop it before it gets out of, like, before it gets leaked out to the public or whatever they're playing on it. Um, Falcon picks up a beacon on his uh, radar and says that there's, like, a hostage in the back because there's somebody hiding out in the back. And Bucky's like, oh, yeah, I see her. I see her. I'm going to, you know, try to talk to her now. Uh, the girl walks up to Bucky, and we find out this is Carrie Monathiao, who is the leader of the Flag Smashers as of now. That's what we see. She's the one leading the Flag Smashers. She kicks the shit out of Bucky, like, kicks him right out of the freight truck. Um, and that's when we find out that that's the second super enhanced person. That's the second, uh, like, this is literally a super enhanced people. There's This is confirmation that the guy who was beat up Torres and the person and the girl here now are, in fact, super soldiers, uh, super soldier serum, serum enhanced. Um, they get onto the top of the, on top of the freight truck. They start fighting. There's two more that come up, uh, come up to help carry. So that makes now four super enhanced soldiers. Um. And then we get John Walker. John Walker shows up. He, with the shield, in Captain America outfit. Um, he's trying to help everybody. The, he throws the shield to help Bucky because there's a person behind Bucky. Now, <clears throat> this is where I make a joke or like make a reference in, in a sense. Bucky is 106, 107 years old at this point. He is the longest living super soldier besides, spoiler, we're coming up now, uh... Isaiah Bradley. It takes three of them to actually hold down Bucky, and that's just showing you a little difference there in the in the serum, like the capabilities of these people. Not only that, but Bucky also has a vibranium arm. That arm is basically indestructible. And can just with the power he has, with the force he has behind it, he can cause more damage. So it takes literally three of them to try to detain Bucky. Um, before John Walker shows up and then he starts throwing the shield around and then um, this is a fun little nod as the shield is swinging around um, if you remember previously in like the old movies Bucky always catches the shield with his arm like his metal arm he always caught it with his metal arm it was like a side joke because it was super enhanced versus super enhanced now this John Walker as we know is not super enhanced like he was in the comic books he is not a super soldier serum uh, gentleman Bucky catches the shield with his normal hand and then just hands it to John Walker like you need to keep track of this thing basically but his face is so serious and so angry um like but it's a little nod letting you know like this the guy who just threw this is nowhere capable of throwing it like the way Captain America did Bucky didn't even have to use his vibranium arm he literally just used his regular hand and caught the shield <clears throat> um 
uh, Falcon sends his Red Wing to try to help uh, Bucky, but then the girl grabs, she super jumps up, grabs Red Wing, and breaks him in half. And Bucky goes, I've been trying to, I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> and that's another joke because he, he hates Red Wing. He hates Red Wing. So now John Walker's around. He's uh, beating everybody with the shield. He's helping out. Um, and then his partner comes to help out as well. His partner gets caught. So he ends up shooting one of the guys. He pulls out his gun, shoots one of the guys um, in the, I believe it was the arm. It doesn't really matter. He shot one of the guys. Captain America doesn't really shoot people in modern times. He always uses a shield. Um, Falcon tries to escape, but they, they grab him and all. Uh, one of the super enhanced soldiers knocks uh, Hoskins off the truck. And so in order to save Hoskins from like dying, uh, John Walker throws a shield underneath him and saves him with the shield. The shield, you know, don't know the actual what the shield is made out of at this point in this in the in this series. Uh, we all, I I assume I think because this came from a different multiverse, a different timeline that is proto man proto animantium or just animantium. What Wolverine's claws are made out of, but a lot of people are still going with the fact that even though we don't know that it's made out of vibranium, that it's just from a different timeline, just a different design made out of vibranium. Um. Falcon goes and uh, swoops under the freight truck, swoops under the other one, saves Bucky from dying because he almost got crushed by, crushed by the freight truck tires, um, saves Bucky, and they continue from there. John Walker gets his ass kicked. He gets kicked off the truck as well. He gets down, and they all have to regroup. Bucky and Sam are walking down the street, and John Walker and Hoskins will pull up to them and says, hey, we need to like group up. We need to figure this out together. We need to be a team if we're going to solve this, what's going on. Uh, these are super soldiers, and I won't be able to handle them alone. Um, and basically, Falcon and Bucky just ignore him and go on and be like, you're not Captain America. We don't need to do this with you. You're not even an Avenger. Like, we're going to take care of this because we know what to do with it. We know how to deal with this. Um, and that's where we end off with that scene. I believe John Walker tells him a little, a couple more things, basically trying to imply that he doesn't want to have to pull rank or he doesn't want to have to pull title, but it's his, it, like, he's basically in charge no matter what. Even though he's not the leader of the, like, the Avengers, he's in charge because he is the new Captain America. And by rules, you follow what Captain America says. Just how everybody followed Captain America into battle. Uh, and they followed his lead. They followed his, uh, his rule. Not his rule, his order. He was a good guy. He didn't rule over them like, you know, like a dictator. Anything yet, Jose? Nothing yet. I just oh, him and uh, and then, oh, I caught the first name Lamar Hoskins or whatever. Oh, Lamar. Okay, so it's Lamar Hoskins. Yeah. Um, I just think they're too cocky and arrogant. Manufactured like, heroes. They're manufactured heroes. They're putting on a show. So fucking annoying. Like to me, like, the actors are doing a great job. Oh yeah. That's the point. But, but this is what I was also gonna say. Like. To me, it, even though they're acting like they're acting as a show, to me, what it looks like is he's acting as well as trying to be as Captain America. Like him and Hoskins are acting in the role they're in. They're not really portraying like who they are. They're acting because if you watch them when they get introduced in that first fight scene, they like bump each other's arms. They're like, yeah, like what kind of shit is that? Like you never see Captain America and Bucky do that in battle. You never saw like, them do a war. You never saw them give. Like T'Challa a high five or anything before a fight. No, like they're acting. They getting big coins, I guess. Yeah. We find out that the only reason they found Sam and Bucky is because they hacked Red Wing, and he's like, it's not really uh, Captain America quotes uh, quotation mark Captain America. I'm gonna say from now on, quotation mark. 
Uh, he says that it's not really hacking, that the resources belong to the government anyway, so the government just has track on him. Um, so he's like, you're like you're basically your resources are my resources. Uh, I know where you're going to be at at all times, basically. Um, they tell him that they need to do that, you need to respect, and that uh, you were getting your ass kicked before we showed up. And then he's like, uh, but you got your ass kicked. Like, you, took, you got kicked off the car, and then he got kicked off the car, too. Like, you both got your asses kicked. You weren't any better than Bucky or Sam, like... <laughs> in a sense so he's trying to, he tells them that I'm not trying to replace Steve I'm just trying to be who I who they told me to be and he's like well you're not Captain America and you're not Steve Rogers so you don't need to be any of them you can just be yourself be John Walker the army man um <clears throat> we get to Carrie Monathau she's uh looking for hiding because they're being chased by Power Broker and we get to explain who Power Broker is Power Broker in the comic books there's two of them uh one version of Power Broker is a kingpin mafiosa of Magipore. he sells uh weapons and techs to the Avengers even though he, he's but he's a bad guy he was selling all their stuff to like Hydra and Red Skull and all these other bad teams he was selling it to Thunderbolt Ross um and then in another and then he also had people like scientists under his pay make or recreate super soldier serum so he can give it out to the highest bidder so they can they that way they can build their own army um and another timeline power broker is an evil scientist like how i explained in the first episode of the pod like of this podcast or this uh breakdown of uh falcon and winter soldier he experiments on torres and turns him into a hypogenetic super enhanced soldier with actual feathered wings like he becomes Falcon when Sam takes over as Captain America, and Power Broker, Power Broker is the one that enhances Torres to become that Falcon. He gives him the Super Soldier Serum, but he also gives him like epic genetics that uh, turn him into a Falcon. Uh, he has wings that come out of his arms. He can fly. He has telekinetic powers with his bird or with birds. Um, Carrie gets a text on her phone saying. I know what you've done. You stole from me, and I'm coming to kill you, and I will find you. Uh, that is Power Broker, basically. It's his unknown number, but we find that's the first reference to Power Broker. Um, the multiple other references to Power Broker are the Power Broker signs. It says Power Broker is watching. Power Broker is always watching. Uh, we get it at the, at the end of the first episode. There was a uh, uh, post-credit picture or end-credit picture that said Power Broker is watching, and then underneath it, it says Super Soldier is uh, Super soldier enhanced people are not to be trusted, uh, aka Thunderbolt Ross, like title, basically saying Thunderbolt Ross is in this show, but not seen, like he's canon, uh, and he's behind the no more super enhanced soldiers, which kind of makes me think that he's building his own secret team, the Thunderbolts, in the background, which are super enhanced soldiers as well, that take replace the Avengers in, in, in uh, the timeline when the Avengers have been disbanded and got rid of. Um... So then she basically says that they need to continue what they're doing, even though like they're being hunted. They need to continue no matter what, and that it's one world, one people. Before after, when the blip happened, it was the best time. Everybody was under one government, one rule. Everybody was getting what they needed. Everybody had like resources and stability. And then when the Avengers brought the blip back, everything got destroyed. Factions got destroyed. Governments went back to being their own governments. People got back to being allies or enemies uh there's no more one people one world so they that's what they want they want one people one world um anything so far jose so far but she's the leader right so far yeah she's basically the leader of them and then the two guys that always talk to her are like her right hand men but she is in charge 
from what we see. From what we see. I mean, yeah. Um. Then we get to a cut of uh, Sam and Bucky sitting on the plane, and they're discussing what's going on. And uh, Bucky's not telling him all the information that's going on, like why the super soldiers, how much, like, didn't they destroy all the serum? Didn't they get rid of all the super soldiers that they were out there? Like, what's going on? And then Bucky's like. I gonna I'm gonna have to like tell you something. I'm gonna take you someplace to meet somebody, and you cannot say or like ask me any questions whatsoever about the person I'm gonna show you, like bring you to. You cannot ask anything. You can't just stay quiet and just listen. I'm gonna introduce you to somebody. Like you need to meet somebody finally to understand the truth. Uh, So, like I said, we uh, Bucky tells him that we're gonna go get introduced to somebody, and who we get introduced to is none other than Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley, yeah. Is he like the very, very first super soldier? He is the first super enhanced super soldier serum person. Okay. In the in this Marvel com in this Marvel going forward, he was created before Captain and before Bucky. Oh, okay. That answers my question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it goes, Isaiah, was Bucky first or was Captain first? Captain America was first, but at the same time, Captain America was going through it, Bucky was going through it, too. Yeah, because they... they in a good way, they, one in a bad way. No, 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 no. False. That's false. Because Captain America saves Bucky from dying in that one mission in the in the Captain America movies, uh, it's Isaiah Bradley basically. Then Captain America. Then, um, no. If you want to go timeline wise, it was Red Skull first because Red Skull was the first experiment by furthest that super soldier that they made for Captain America. So it would have been Isaiah Bradley, Red Skull, Captain America, uh, Chris, uh, Steve Rogers, Bucky when he got. When everybody thought he died and Hydra took his body, Bucky, and then the 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 six after him that they take in Civil War, and then the eight that we have now. Okay, so next question. Yes. Are those six still alive? The prior six? No, they all died. Okay. That takes if you watch, uh, I believe it's Civil War. If I'm not if if, if I'm correct. In Civil War, or it might be the Winter Soldier, um, Zemo uh, basically like frames all of them, and when they start going, like start finding all the traces, they get to this room, and the six Winter Soldiers are in this room, and they're frozen on ice. And when the camera zooms in, they all have a bullet hole in their head. Zemo came and killed, like got rid of all the Super Soldiers, because he doesn't like the Super Soldier uh, uh, initiative anyway either. Zemo, even though he's a bad guy, he wanted to get rid of the Super Soldier initiative. So he hunted down. He hunted and found these the soup, the six super enhanced people, and then killed them, and then brought uh, brought the attention to the Avengers. And that's when I believe, if I'm correct, Falcon, Bucky. I mean, not Falcon. Iron Man, Captain America, and Bucky are standing in the room watching the recording, and Zemo's hiding behind a a door they can't get behind. And then Zemo shows them the recording of Bucky killing 
Stark's parents, and then Stark starts going crazy. He's like, did you know? And Cap's like, no. And he's like, don't lie to me. Did you know? And Cap's like, yeah, I knew. But you have to remember that it wasn't Bucky. That was a Winter Soldier. He was brainwashed. And he's like, that doesn't make a difference. You knew and you lied. And then that's when we get the whole thing of, like, Captain America not thinking he's worthy. Because, it, one, it wasn't his right to tell Stark. Like, it's not his his point to tell Tony that, hey, Bucky killed your parents. Like, it's not his point. Bucky needs to do it to do himself. Like, he needs to tell Captain like Stark himself. But that never was told. Like I said, they watched it. He watched it happen. And then he goes crazy. And I believe this is Civil War because it's coming back to memory now. Because then they fight. And then Bucky, uh, Captain America saves Bucky. And Tony's like, I was your friend. And he's like, he's my friend too. And he's like, no. And then they fight. And then Captain America beats the, uh, beats Tony Stark. But yeah, that's a good, you need to watch Civil War. I recommend it. Great, great movie. It's when the Sokovia Accords get into effect and all that. They need to... And if you don't know what the Sokovia Accords are, the Sokovia Accords in the comic book are... It's a one-group organization thing by the government. All superheroes must turn in their identity, their alias, and who they are. And they have to turn it in so it's public knowledge, public information to the entire world. That way they're that way they're, they, that the government can call upon them at any time, no matter what. Steve, Captain America, thought... We don't need this. We are super... We are people. First of all, you created me to protect the United States, like, to protect the world. I'm doing what you guys made me to do. I'm not going to give you my alias. Like, we shouldn't have to sign the Sokovia Accords to be heroes so you can call us whenever you want. If there's trouble, we're going to be out there to help you no matter what. We shouldn't have to be called upon because then you'll make mistakes and use this for, like, military weapon, military propaganda. As where Tony was like, they're funding us. They're giving us what we need. They have control. They're they're basically PRing all our stuff to make sure that we look good no matter what. And even though sometimes they're lying, we need to sign the accords that way we're like we're kept on a leash. And that's what it is. In the comic books, it, it, the Civil War is way bigger. It's basically between all 1,500 characters that exist in the Marvel Universe. You, It's Captain America's team versus Iron Man's team. You get like Spider-Man, of course, and the Hulk, and Venom, and Wolverine. You have some of the X-Men involved. You have some Scroll involved. There's a whole bunch of people involved in like the Sokovia Accords in, in, in Civil War. So, do they sign it? The, if you watch Civil War, the team that is fighting with Iron Man, they all sign the Accords. The team that's fighting with Captain America, they go on the run. They don't sign the Accords. And that's why if you watch Infinity War, Age of Ultron, all those other movies, you start seeing that. Captain's like, we've been on the run for like two or three years. You don't look so good. Yeah. So whoever, if you watch Civil War and you watch that scene, whoever's with Captain America did not sign the Accords. Whoever's with Tony Stark signed the Accords. They work for the government. Yeah. So we get introduced to Isaiah Bradley, and Falcon doesn't know what to do, doesn't know what to say. Um, he he doesn't understand what's going on. And then Isaiah Bradley t- basically tells him, like, to get out of my house, get out of my house. Like, you're not welcomed here. You, like... I, I, I served your I served this country for so many years. They made me into who I am. Then I served the country. And you know what they did to me? They stripped me of my title. They throw me in jail for 30 years. They experiment on me. It, take my blood. Sell it to people. And, and, and what's worse is your people weren't even done with me. And when he says your people, he was pointing to Bucky. He's basically saying Hydra. Like after everything was said and done and he was released... Hydra came and captured him and ran more experiments on him. Took his blood, took his DNA, did 
horrible things to this man. This man finally went into hiding and he lives with his grandson and he doesn't want anything to do with it. He Nobody knows he exists. Cat, uh, Bucky knows he exists because Bucky knows what's going on. He was he was a winter soldier when it happened. Uh, there was a confrontation between them. Bucky was sent on a hit by Hydra to kill Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley won the fight, fight and he says... I only won the fight because I took that damn metal arm of his. And the only reason I let you inside this house is to see if he came back with no arm. And Bucky shows up with an arm. He basically got a new arm. He gets it from T'Challa in uh, Infinity War. He gets a vibranium arm. Um, then he tells him, he's like, we need your help. Bucky basically says, we need your help. There's more of us. There's They're making more now. They're, there's a super soldier serum that out there that's not like anything else. We. He's like, I'm not helping you get out of my house. He picks up like this little tin and throws it. And it shows you, um, the camera shows you that he still has all his powers. He has everything, all the super soldiers. The tin goes through the piece of wood and sticks inside of it. Um, and then we also find out that Hydra feared him the most because of his status. He was so powerful. Um, then we get outside because they get out and Sam starts going off. He's like, what is that? Like... How come nobody knows about him? How come, like, what's the secret? Is it because he's black? Like, what's going on? Why is he like this? Why is it, like, what's going on? And Sam, Bucky's like, you need to calm down. Is that what you think, like, what happened? He's like, but how come the world doesn't know that there's a black Captain America? That the first Captain America that was saving their asses was a black man? Like, how come nobody knows about his history? How come nobody knows that he was out there putting his life on the line to protect the country? So, so on and so on. And Bucky's like, you need to calm down. Like, nobody knows because what's what happened. And he chose to go the same way. Like, he chose for his history to be erased because they treated him badly. And if they weren't going to say his name in the right way that he didn't want his name to be out there to begin with. He didn't want his name used, being used for propaganda. Like, saying that even though he's Captain America, he's still a black man. So he failed to do what he did right for his country. They were basically using it against him. They framed him for a bunch of stuff in the end. And it was not good. Um... And so then we see two police officers pull up to them and they're basically confronting Sam. Uh, they're two white officers. Uh, they basically both have hands at the hands at the waist, ready to draw a gun, one hand out, telling him to like calm down, stop yelling. He's like, I'm not gonna stop yelling. You guys are you guys don't know who you're talking to, like you guys are going around this the wrong way. And Bucky's like, You need to you guys need to calm down, you don't know what you're doing. And one of the cop, like the older cop who's on duty, you see more cops pull up. One of the older cops on duty tells the guy he needs to stand down. Like, he does he know who he's talking to? And then Bucky goes, do you know who you're talking to? And then the young officer goes, oh, you're one of the Avengers. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And it basically shows you that they were called because a black man was yelling at a white man in the middle of the street. A black man was confronting a white man in the middle of the street. And the cops were called. The cops were coming to arrest him. And when they found out he was an Avenger, they stopped. Because he saved, or he basically put his life on the line to save everybody. So they weren't going to now arrest him. They weren't going to go for racial profiling, even though that's what the call was. And that's what it, in, that's how you get reference to that. It is incited because you see a bunch of people looking around them. And one of the people on the phone, a couple people on the phone. And they're not confronting Bucky or anything. No, they're trying to surround and confront Sam. Um... After they find out that Sam is the, the Sam is Falcon from the Avengers and that this is Bucky from the Avengers, they pull up both their names and one of the cops is like, sorry we have to do this, but Bucky, you missed one of your therapy sessions and by law you have to be in therapy. So they put out a warrant for your arrest because they think you ran. So we have to arrest you, sir. And Bucky just basically goes along with it. He basically just 
puts his hands down, gets arrested, gets put away in the car, and he gets arrested. Sam's like, I don't know what to do. So Sam calls his therapist. Um, any questions, Jose? No, I just find it, like, I mean, back to the racial part, like, they're in a predominantly what it looks like African-American neighborhood. Yep. And because a white man is talking to a black man, the yep. from the black man is starting him. Yep. and that's but that's what i mean the creator of the show the director he he has such an important message to get out there and he's basically not only portraying the comic books in a way and referencing the comic books and like retconning some of the stuff he's literally portraying what the comic books comic books were back in the day remember the comic books back in the day were back to the day where we when you know old people us me basically not old but my generation and older were reading comic books they were out there to like propaganda to promote where awareness what was going on during the war like when captain america was created it was about the war it was about what was going on in germany with the nazis when wonder woman was created it was about uh lgbt rights and polyamorousy there's a literally a documentary a movie about the creator of Wonder Woman and how him and his wife were polyamorous and they had another woman marry into their life and they both had two children from this man and his wife was basically Wonder Woman using BDSM to make these two fall in love with him and tell him the truth and have open, honest communications between them. And that was Wonder Woman's cause, her sexy appeal for men to draw out the lust and like bravery and woman empowerment. And then you get Spider-Man, uh, a normal boy in... in, in all these comic books were out there for not like propaganda used, but awareness for people growing up in in in, in the situation they were growing up. The comic books back then, like I said, they were for, they were to put you at ease with during the war. These books came out and issues came out every week or every other month. These issues helped ease people that were scared of what was going on in the time from like World War One to World War Two. The people who were scared, like women who were scared of being. Um, not listened to and 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 downgraded and man uh mans mansplained these women who were just wanted to be free and do their stuff and wanted to vote wonder woman was there for them i have spider-man we have wolverine and the x-men all these people were so much more so much more and that's what this creator of this show of falcon and winter soldier is doing he's letting you know that hey i i'm here to spread a message and the message i'm spreading for this is the government is fucked up and they're, they'd rather choose a white man to be Captain America than let Falcon, who was chosen by Sam, or by Steve Rogers himself, to be Captain America. They'd rather have a white man for propaganda use than have a black man for propaganda use. It's racism. And that's what the man's trying to portray, the, the director's trying to portray in the show. He's literally saying when they, by introducing us to Isaiah Bradley, that the government doesn't care about their African American people. It, it literally took this man who was a hero and turned him into a, a, a pariah. They locked him away for 30 years and did horrible tests on him. Back to the story. Anything else, Jose? <laughs> I'm sorry, I went on a rant, but it's just, it's a powerful, uh, it's meaning. Good. It's yeah. meaning. The fact that this is in 2024. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. As much as I would like to say, well, things will be different then. You know? Hopefully, man. I, I only. I only pray that things get better, but with everybody and no, again, this is a spoiler podcast. We give our thoughts, we give our comments and we talk about our lives as well. But like in the day and age now with the toxicity going on with going around with cancel culture and just 
no offense, like the young generation trying to cancel the old generation, the old generation trying to cancel influencers. Like, and I understand, yes, there's some influencers, no names, no names spread because we're just a small podcast. We don't need the the hate. There's people out there that, yes, understand if you watch the news, if you watch drama, if you pay attention to YouTube, if, if you're like us that are introduced in pop culture, so you're, you basically spend all your time around the internet or media, you know who the influencers are that are in trouble and that are getting canceled. And you know that the, some of the toxicity that's going around, especially in like the streaming community, the gaming community, the podcast community, uh, just communities that are about one thing. There's people in the groups that are toxic enough that they go around canceling everybody. They'll scroll through your history of like 10 years ago and pull up something you did and use it against you. And that's basically what's going on in Falcon and Winter Soldier 2. They brought up stuff that was used against his man and used it against him. They took something against Falcon and ripped him from his title of being Captain America. Like, hopefully, in the in, when we reach 2024 and finally catch up to the Marvel Universe, hopefully the world is a better place than it is right now because what's going on in the world should not be accepted today. Like, put it to you this way, and I'm, again, no offense. If we were back in the 2000s or the 90s, half of you wouldn't survive. And the reference I use is, you guys play games now, but take you guys and put you in a in, in a 2000 Call of Duty lobby, you guys wouldn't you guys wouldn't stand a chance. You guys would not stand a chance in a in, a, in an original Call of Duty multiplayer lobby, with with you think like we're toxic toxic now. Go back then and listen to the toxicity that we had back then. Listen to the shit we used to say back then. Like the shows that we used to watch, South Park, all these shows that were like basically parodies of celebrities. And going forward, like they used like icons and racism as their show gimmick. Those shows couldn't be played to this day because they would get canceled. Community, if you if you listen to our podcast from the beginning, community would could not go on the, in like this year. If somebody were to be like, hey, let's boot up community and just watch all the original episodes, you couldn't. Because you get to one episode that we're gonna discuss over too, which is the DD episode, and you'll get cancel culture for that. Like the shows we grew up watching in the the generation we grew up in, there you couldn't. The people now could not survive in it. Like toxic culture now could not survive back then. They would get they would get canceled out themselves. Like I just hope the world watch this show, watch One Division, grow the hell up, and 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 be a better person. You shouldn't have to be told to be a better person. You should just know to be a good person. It's not hard to be a good person. I also feel like I'm like depending on the situation, they should allow the people to like apologize, learn and grow, especially with something we did years ago and there's not a repeat of it. Yeah. No. But on the other half they people continuously do the same thing and yep. I don't know. Yep. Like a there needs to be a happy medium. Yep. Anyway, we get to the therapist releasing Bucky and she's basically telling him that it's 100% of her job to make sure that he's okay and that no matter what happens, even if it's unprofessional, that she's always going to be looking out for Bucky because it's her job. She's trying to show Bucky that she trusts him and she he should trust her and she's always going to be there for backing him up. Just look how, excuse me, how Sam is there to back him up. Now, she basically says that you guys need to overwork your feelings and overwork what you're going on. We're, or overwork the animosity that's between you, between this, this thing called Captain America's shield. Um, and get it over with. And they both start staring at each other. They both start ranting back and forth. Um, they have a stare off. And then the therapist, like a minute later, goes, "Like freaking blink already! What are you, children? How old are you?" And it's funny because in the scene, 
the Winter Soldier doesn't blink. He doesn't flinch. He just continues to stare straight. But when she snaps, he stares straight. Sam doesn't blink, but he takes his eyes off Bucky and looks at the therapist and laughs. And Bucky looks at Sam still continuously going, and he laughs like, I won. <laughs> I just beat you at a staring contest. But, um... She basically calls it soul gazing and tells it, like, you're not supposed to soul gaze like that. It's not supposed to turn into a competition. It's supposed to get you to, like, unleash your feelings between each other. So then Bucky tells him, like, you're not who you are. If if, if you turn in that shield and you don't believe in yourself, that basically means you don't believe in Sam uh, or Steve. You don't believe in what Steve says. And if you don't believe in what Steve says, that means Steve, Steve was wrong about you. And if he's wrong about you, then he's wrong about me. And that means I'll never fit into this society. Like, Bucky opens up right then and there. He's like, I'm done with this shit. Like, you're not going to therapize me anymore. If you want to know what's going on, I'm going to tell you right now. And what's going on is I don't feel like I can be, like, not trusted by me, but I don't feel like I am the right person. I don't feel that they made the right choice in letting me be who I am. And I don't feel like I belong here anymore. And Steve Rogers basically told him, you're here for a reason. Sam is here for a reason. You guys are going to do good by us. Like, you will be the ones who are going to help going forward. And he doesn't believe that. Like, he, because of what Sam did, Sam gave up the shield, and Sam gave up the title of being Captain America, even though Steve chose him. Bucky's basically saying, like, this can't go on anymore. Like, if he's, if you're feeling this bad about it, then everything I'm feeling about is wrong too. And then, so he's basically, Sam's like, I didn't, didn't know it was such a big deal. Uh, and I apologize. Uh, John Walker goes back out, and then John Walker sits outside, and he's like, listen. I know your therapist paid for you to be released, but I paid for you to be released into my custody on top of hers. So now you work for me, basically. Um, everything you do and everything you will do now is by following my order. You're going to follow my lead. Um, if not, then you're not going to be able to work. Like, I can strip you of your title now. We can arrest you again. Like, you're you're out because of me. So get it. don't get it twisted. And that's when they're like, and we're going to work together, and then we're going to work together. But then uh sam and bucky are like we're probably bucky's like we should steal the shield sam's like no you know what happened when we did it we were on the run for two years i don't want to be on the run again um and then we get a scene of carrie and her group the flag smashers stealing more products from power broker and we know it's power broker because one of the guys walks up to her and be like hey power broker's here power broker's guys found us or they're catching us they go what do we do what do we what, what do we need to do and they basically say we need to leave. She asks how much time we have left, and he says none. So they get on the plane, they leave whatever product, which is like two crates behind. They get on the plane, they take off. This one guy starts running away towards the car, puts on the flag smasher suit, bring down the pole to stop them. But then, um, he, I believe he gets killed. He sacrifices himself. He sacrifices himself so that way the other flag smashers can get away. Um, then we get. Uh, yeah, he gets killed. He gets shot up. Um, he gets killed trying to defend them. They get away. She starts crying. They try to infiltrate the scene. He makes a phone to Power Broker saying they escaped. We get a scene of Bucky and uh, Sam walking away from Sam. They're walking in there like, uh, when Isaiah and his people don't take it to heart, but it's not what it's meant. They, he meant Hydra. They, he basically said that his people took him over. Um, so now they need somebody who understands Hydra. They need somebody who understands the ins and out of it. And they go, we need to go talk to him. Sam's like, no, we're not going to. Uh, that guy's in a room for a reason. And then Bucky's like, we have no other leads. This is how we This is how we figure it out. We need to go talk to him. He's like, and then at the end of it, it cuts to end. And he's like, you hear Sam, fine. Go say, fine, let's go talk to Zemo. 
and we get the introduction of Zemo, which is takes place in episode three. Spoilers, but that's who we're gonna go meet. We're gonna go meet up with Zemo, Baron Zemo, who was arrested. Um, yeah, they play some music. They show you him sitting in a sitting in a cell, and he's looking down, and then he looks up as if he knows something's going on, and basically. Bucky walks into the room, but it cuts off. And then that's the end of episodes two of Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Star Spangled Man. Boom, boom, boom. <sighs> this is an episode. Episode three is even better. Oh my god, yes. I can't I can't wait. Like it's so much better. And like I said, episode three is a spoiler, but there's no talk of Isaiah Bradley then. But I'm gonna say it right now as you're listening to the second episode. Isaiah Bradley will show up in one of the last episodes or so. He will show up in either a full suit, his original full suit, or he will show up to help Sam and Bucky. He will show up. If not him, his grandson. His grandson will show up because his grandson in the comic books plays the young Avenger, Iron 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 Patriot? Or Iron Bradley? One of those names. Don't fact check me. I'll get it when we talk about it on the next episode of the podcast. But he becomes a young Avenger with Wiccan and Speed and Iron Lad and Ironheart and all these uh, Hawk, the new Hawkeye and the and stature. He becomes a young Avenger too. So hopefully introducing here's introducing uh, one of the characters. But from original and we have a four minute warning from original cameos and original interviews, we were supposed to be introduced to a character called Miss Marvel, like uh, something Chavez. I can't remember her official name, something Chavez. And she's basically like a multiversal jumper. And from what I read, she's supposed to be introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like she's supposed to have a cameo in Falcon and Winter Soldier somewhere. We haven't seen her anytime yet. And but don't get me wrong, we might, we might not. They might have changed the story a little bit because this is only a six season, six episodes, uh, six episode season. So we don't actually know. But I say it now, Isaiah Bradley's gonna show up. Zemo is behind everything. Power Broker is working for somebody else. I want to say probably Thunderbolt Ross. I'm going to say it now. The Super Soldiers are probably the, I want to say the West Coast run of the West Coast Avengers. Uh, they're probably either the Thunderbolts or there's somebody else, a group that's going to take over for the Avengers because the Avengers don't exist right now. And if it's the comic books and they're working for Zemo, then I want to say they're called the Songbirds. Um, but they're basically a group of people that are illegal Avengers that do good deeds, but they're the ones that start the bad acts. That way they go up and do the good deeds. Like, so one of them will start a fire as a reference. Like, let's say I'm just using somebody, one of them will start a fire somewhere and then all of them will get alert as like the group and they'll go to that place and put out the fire together to do the good deed. But they're causing the bad deeds. That way they get good behavior. But then... In the comic books, that like one of the last series, four of them turn on Zemo and actually become Avengers. Like they become good guys and they turn Zemo in and they like confess to everything they've done. That's episode two, guys. Consumed by TV. Thank you. We appreciate you. Enjoy the episode. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Consumed by TV. You can find me on Twitch or Instagram as well, twitch.tv slash ApolloBlack115 or Instagram at ApolloBlackNation. And have a good morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever it is. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for listening. Leave a review, comment, 
Slide in our DMs and let us know what you want to talk about. Like, subscribe, follow, share, and more. Stay tuned, stay updated, and thank you for tuning in. Love you guys so much. Take it easy, Earthlings. Have a great night. Thank you.